Hey guys, thanks for joining into the Raising the Bar podcast. I am your host, Trevor C. And for those of you who are just joining in for the first time, welcome and thanks for listening in. Here at Raising the Bar, we are on a journey to push ourselves beyond what we consider our current limits for us to reach those inner goals that sometimes we fall short on. Without further ado, guys, hey, let's dive right in and let's raise the bar. All right. Hey, again, guys, welcome back to Raising the Bar. Again, I am your host, Trevor C. And guys, we're going to dive right into it and we're going to raise the bar right off the bat. So one of the things that, at least even for myself, that I struggle with now, my own journey on pushing myself to, you know, a better version of myself, trying to become a better family member. And also just for me to be a better self, is is sometimes so difficult because i feel like today and not just today but like in today's world today's life distraction is huge i can't tell you that there are so many topics there are so many things like even just in the household right but even just like in everyday life every interaction there are so many things that kind of distract us pull us away from getting the things done that, you know, it causes such a disruption from us reaching those higher goals. And so one of the things I wanted to kind of talk about, even just from my own struggles, is that, and this isn't a crutch. This is not a crutch. As a matter of fact, a lot of times it becomes my strength is for myself, I've got ADHD. Now, as an adult, what what does that mean? I mean, some people even try to place the argument of, oh, well, people actually grow out of that. And it's it's like, actually, no, actually... ADHD for myself is something that has been such such a roller coaster in my own life and the way that I've kind of grown up and developed and and one of the hardest things and it's still the hardest thing I struggle with is small details. And that's actually kind of the talking point I wanted to talk about today was, you know, what are the small details that we, you know, go throughout our day and sometimes we just miss. Now, again, I'm going to kind of go back to this whole, you know, with my ADHD, why are small details so big? It's because what I'm able to do is I'm able to recall information pretty quickly. Actually, I'm very blessed in the sense that I'm able to sit down. I'm able to hear a conversation. I'll be able to pick apart at some of the bigger points of the topic at hand that some people might have missed out on. But it is sometimes the finute details that I overlook because I'm honestly focusing on a bigger picture. But to get to that bigger picture, it's the small details that actually matter almost the most out of everything. So why why is it today that we are constantly being distracted? What What is the little things that are constantly distracting us? And you know what? Um, I'm I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for for technology being a part of it being uh, understanding like how it how it helps you know your everyday life and I gotta say I know this is a talking point for so many people but social media and just even using our interactive devices is huge and but we do it so much like there are so many things that quickly pop up they they're right in front of you they're right in front of your face and they pull that attention they they pull that that element of focus that you once really quickly had 
all of a sudden completely off the track. And what starts off as one little snippet turns into a two-hour session of you just being on your phone on the couch. And it's so difficult to be able to say, oh, yep, I'm ready to, I'm ready to get after it. You know, I want to better myself. But I'm all I, I but but there's always this thing that gets me. There's that thing that gets me. Really, I feel like one of the things that actually has stopped me from not getting to my next level is I allow these small distractions and they are tiny things. And I sometimes just miss them kind of be the the parts that pull my attention. So there, there's two parts to it. One, I'm I'm getting distracted by very minute things that have no uh, no significant value to me whatsoever, and yet they have my attention. And the other thing, too, is I'm missing the small details that will make the most impact on me being successful. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting, I'm, I'm having a double-edged sword, and unfortunately there's no point of that sword that's actually being beneficiary for me. So on one hand, I, I, I get these bursts of energy, these bursts of like motivational thoughts in my head and this like gut feeling where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go after it. There, I, I'm going to raise my bar today and I'm going to be a better version of myself. But then something grabs my attention and it throws my entire day off track and it just, it, it pulls you down. And it's not like, it's not like pulling you down in a sense of like during the moment. As a matter of fact, most of these little things and snippets that pull your attention, they're, they're things that toy with like your quick train of thought or your emotion. I can't even tell you how many times there would be like some version of a TikTok video that comes up and it's just like a funny thing. And, and I laughed. And then the next thing I realize, I'm scrolling up and scrolling down, trying to find the next thing that will make me laugh. And it's this random bit of instant gratification. I'm, oh, oh, I laughed at this. And again, you don't think like this. Here's, here is the real message behind that too. You actually don't say to yourself, uh, I was laughing and so I need to find another laugh. No, you don't actually think like that. You, you just process it internally and then you seek it back out. And when you keep seeking it out time and time again, guess what? Your day goes away. Even if these videos or messages or ads or whatever are 30 seconds, you watch 50 of them without even thinking about it and your day is gone. And some people would probably argue the fact that, oh, your day's not gone. You actually still have time in the day. But here's the reality of it. We find ways to fill up our time without actually filling up our time. And then we equate them to being excuses. And that's actually a real hurdle that some people get. Now, the, the, the point I'm trying to kind of come across when it comes down to this technology and your focus is that we are constantly surrounded by instant gratification. We are always seeking it. And once we can find it from any sorts and any means, guess what? We, lo we latch onto it with that. And so if you watch a video and you get this quick instant sense of joy happiness thrill like gasp of excitement guess what you're 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 seeking it and it pulls you away from doing the tasks that you want to do now i am not one who is good at pulling myself away from that like i will find videos and or things like that and honestly i'll just keep going 
and it doesn't stop. And that's what to myself shoots my day away because when I actually finally get myself to doing it, I like cooking. I actually love cooking in the house, but if I'm cooking, I'm not cooking for 10 minutes. I'm cooking for an hour. I like to prepare things. I like to have them. So then that way, not only do I enjoy it, but, but I get to make it, you know, for my wife. Like I love cooking for my wife because actually she, she's thrown me quite a few curveballs in terms of what I have to cook. Uh, you know, it started off a couple times where, uh, and I love her for this because she is constantly, she's constantly trying to analyze like how she reacts to certain things. And uh, unlike her, I eat everything. I love eating everything, but for my wife, she, she's a picky eater and that's, okay as a matter of fact i love it that she's a pick eater because it causes me to raise my challenge level of being able to prepare her a meal that actually she enjoys now i am i'm not someone who will just throw veggies in a crock pot and then call it good no like i i want to find out you know what sauce will happen or how what's the best way to actually cook it and and like it, it challenges me to go kind of beyond that and i love being challenged in that way and so when i am preparing these other things in my day i put time into them so when i say my day is shot because i'm doing all of these little things it's because honestly once it finally gets to the time that i have normally like allocated for me to prep for then honestly, then the free time that I had beforehand to potentially work on these other parts of my life that I want to raise the bar with, I the, the, that part is shot with that. So it's not about me wasting the entire day, but it is wasting the points in my day where I actually had real free time. And uh, my wife and I, we we are so fortunate that we are taking our time to get what we believe is our own passions under control because one thing one big goal for ourselves is for us to have a you know uh, a little one definitely on the way it's something we we constantly talk about and you know uh, excitement definitely fulfills us when we think about it but one thing we definitely know is that look when we have our kids we want to have our kids and we want them to see us striving to constantly better ourselves because then our kids will also do the same. And it's that's kind of what has kind of stirred this upon. So I, I, I kind of did go off a little bit more on the distractions part of it. And uh, there's there's a big reason behind that, too, is that I truly believe that when we talk about excuses is that sometimes we try to equate the excuse to something, quote, out of our control but in all reality, it's completely within our control. It's just that we chose to take that focus and that motivation and we put it into something that's not productive. It, it truly is. Now, the thing that I have that I struggle with, though, is the small details on the parts to get me to be successful. Like, one thing is that I wish and I will become a, a better husband as well. And one of the things I struggle with, especially in the house, is not noticing the little things. I, I put something down and I will walk away because something else distracted me. Something else caught my eye. I heard something. I, I smelled something. Um, and then all of a sudden, I forget completely where I put it. And and what is so, uh, what's, what's 
what's crappy about that is again my my wife who is definitely my better half she does not forget things and again i wish i had that level of that level of knowing she is so good about seeing where everything is and knowing where everything needs to go and that is just not necessarily my strength so when i leave stuff around the house and or i forget to do something you know it's it's the part of you know kind of her love language that she thrives with so for me i thrive off of you know kind of being reminded that the work that i do throughout the week um, is, you know, is, is good quality work that me going to my job, working hard, trying to be better actually still is helping out our household because it's a way for us to have money. It's a way for us to have health insurance. And especially during, you know, COVID during this whole quarantine thing, that's important. And so when I've done something good, I thrive off of kind of just being recognized. Well, for my wife, one of her love languages is honestly noticing the small things. It's, 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 it's making the areas clean. It's not having to remind someone to go do something because she carries it. Like she thinks about it and she waits and she waits until hopefully someone will notice it the same way she noticed it. And to be honest, she sees the small things, the little things, the, the coffee cup left on the desk or, um, you know, dishes in both sinks as opposed to just one. Like, like there's, they are very small things, but they mean big things to her. Just like me being recognized means big things for myself. And so when I have that struggle of not seeing those things, because I, I am, my ADHD, honest to God, again, is, is my weapon. It is something that I use for my own strength on my regular stuff. But then sometimes it is my own falling on my own sword. I am kind of brought to my knees with the fact that I then literally in an instant forget something because all of a sudden my sensory inputs from various different ways are all of a sudden pull my attention in a completely different direction. And so that is the hurdle that I feel like I see not only within myself, but I also see within fellow friends and family members and um, other people that I've also had remarkable conversations with coworkers and, uh, and just acquaintances where when they talk about even just like the basic goals that they go for, and not we're not talking about even just self goals, like it could be a goal for work, it could be a goal for, um, uh, it could be a goal that they're planning out in the next few months, um, you know. But but one of the things that they struggle with is you know the hurdles. It's about why they were distracted or what pulled their attention away, which then if you're looking at a goal and you're like, yep, it should take me only a week. But now we're three weeks down the track. It's like, well, what the heck happened all that time? We allow ourselves on a very regular basis to get distracted and we do it without really fighting back. And I don't actually mean like, oh, I need to delete all of these apps off my phone so I can finally focus on my stuff. To be honest, that's not what's going to work. It's not. But recognition that that is an issue is a starting point. So when we talk about raising the bar and allowing ourselves to get over the first hurdle, I think one of the biggest things is we need to clear our focus.
We need to allow it to actually be a means for us to sit back and really dive into whatever this goal is and going, okay, what are the steps for me to achieve it? Without having something else coming into that focus that will divert you away uh, time and time again. So when you guys are out there, I think one of the biggest things is, hey, take a second when you are scrolling through you know, that first video you click on because now it's not just that video. If you keep swiping up, ooh, here's the next list of 20 other videos that are each 30 seconds long, but oh, this is a funny thing or ooh, this is a serious topic and so on and so forth. You know, ask yourself, is this helping me get to that goal? Actually ask yourself. And I think that's one of those other elements that, uh, again, my ADHD has actually been my strength is because I, I talk to myself mentally and physically i actually do that and when i was a supervisor uh for uh, a third-party logistics company out in indiana which if you guys are hearing this big shout out to you guys big shout out to my uh former bosses you guys were remarkable and um you guys gave me life lessons that you know if i never had that experience i would never be as successful uh as i am today so thank you very much um but what would happen is, is I, I had a group of employees who, who worked with me, uh, worked with me and for me. And what they would notice is that if they came up to me and they were about to ask me a question, and if they even started asking the question, but I started to say something, and if they realized I, I was not talking to them, they knew that they would wait. And like it, it was not a sign of disrespect. It was not me not wanting to listen to them as a matter of fact they knew that they knew that it wasn't because here was the thing i work through problems better when i'm actually hearing what that problem is and the only way for me to hear it sometimes is for me to say it out loud it, there was so many times when uh, especially with technology and i'm not the most tech savvy guy i'm really not but if you show me how to work through a program i, I will be successful with that but but sometimes I have to simply ask myself, how do things flow? What is the process? What is the pathway in order for things to go? Because sometimes I can't just keep it in my head. Sometimes I actually have to hear it because if I hear it, my eyes will then start to look for it and then I start to process it. It's, it's a feeling, it's a sight, it's a sense, and it, and it, and it works. So when, when my associates would come up to me sometimes and they knew I was working through something, they actually would not bother me. And, and it, was, it was a great sign of respect. And a uh, big shout out to those folks because they, they truly knew that it was not Trevor ignoring you. It wasn't. As a matter of fact, they knew that as soon as I was done kind of thinking through my process or if I got too upset and I almost wanted to throw my laptop, they, they knew that I would be right there ready to answer whatever questions they had and I would give my full attention to them. But they also knew that if they did try to, you know, break my focus, that I, I, I would not be the happiest camper. But what's so interesting about that, though, is that that is just a person to person kind of frustration. Think about it. Why don't we hold ourselves to that same, quote, frustration when we are the cause of us losing focus? Like, why, why don't we kind of feel this sense of like, God, why did I do that? 
as much as we should because guess what? We do fill our time up with little things that distract us all the time. As a matter of fact, you know, I, I remember distinctly that we had a new associate and I was doing exactly what I was saying. You know, I'm working through a problem and, you know, I am saying things out loud. I'm, I, I'm, I'm going, no, that can't process without this being here. Is that thing still in this file? And they came up and they're like, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. And it was something over very, very minute stuff. As a matter of fact, I knew fellow associates would be able to answer the question with that. And um, I, I didn't respond. And they were getting upset. They were getting upset. And um, but then I also unfortunately had a a small re reciprocation of that. I then went ahead and I was also a little bit shorter than I would normally be with, you know, someone trying to ask me a question. But either way, it pulled me away. And when I finally got myself back into trying to sort out my problem, I felt lost. And to be honest, it, 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 it frustrated me. It, it really grinded my gear. But I don't have that same feeling when I do it to myself. If I'm sitting down for something and I'm looking up information, and it usually is on my phone, but then all of a sudden here comes a bing, and it's some stupid video that you know populates on Facebook, and I click into it, well... I don't feel upset with myself, even though I just did what that person did to me a while back. I don't recognize that I am my own distraction. And in order for me to get to my next level, I need to recognize when I am my own downfall. Now, that's not to say that you're always going to fall on your face and then you're never going to accomplish something. As a matter of fact, what it is, is that if you can't recognize that you distract yourself more than anyone else distracts you, well, then maybe raising the bar won't be something you're able to achieve. Because the first point in understanding anything is also understanding where your goals want to go, but also understanding, you know, what is your biggest hurdle? And at least for myself, and maybe there's a few of you out there, one of my biggest hurdles is myself. I am not holding myself accountable for being distracted as I would hold something else or someone else accountable for distracting me. We don't recognize that distraction as a self-infliction. We don't. As a matter of fact, we actually just think we're fine. We think it's okay. But then later comes the weeks, later comes the months, and look at that goal. It's still a great goal. It's still an achievable goal, but we don't do it. So guys, when you're out there and when you are writing down what you want to do in the month, what you want to do in the week, what you want to do in the day, next hour, minute, whatever, Take the time to also write down what hurdles you're not going to allow stop you from the goal. Because here's the thing. Once you recognize it, you will be open to deflecting it. You won't be opening your doors to basically receive it and listen to it. Because guess what? It's not helping you. So once you actually recognize it as a distraction, 
then you can actually say, you know what, I don't want to do that right now. You actually will stop yourself and you might even do what I do. You might say something out loud like, no, I don't want to do this. I mean, you might get a few looks from your, you know, your family members or whoever, your friends, your, you know, wife, husband, whomever might be close to you. Like, what are you talking about? But at least you will know that you do not want that thing, that tiny thing, whatever it may be, to stop you from taking the necessary time you feel like to achieve your goal. Whether it's writing it down or saying it out loud or heck, do a combination, write them down beforehand like, here is what I'm going to do to achieve this goal and here's what I'm not going to allow to be in my way and read those things out loud. Say them out loud and mean them. You'll find that you'll have a better understanding because not only are you just thinking it and internalizing it, you're saying it to the world. You're, you're making a statement that says, you know what, I will not accept failure. So take the time. List what you will do and list what will not stop you. That's the first step in raising the bar. Hey, thanks again, guys. I truly appreciate you guys listening on in. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, guys, hey, keep after it and raise the bar.